It's time for today's Lucky Land horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. If you're 21 years old and use nicotine or tobacco, I'm here to tell you about Black Buffalo and how it's redefining tradition for millions of adult consumers. So if you're over 21, consume nicotine or tobacco, and want to join the Black Buffalo herd, head over to blackbuffalo.com to learn more. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Black Buffalo products are intended for adults aged 21 and older who are consumers of nicotine or tobacco. FNTSY and Sports Grid Network present. Ball in his hands. Game on the line. Body, no. Tipped up by Nas. Hit the horn. Hardwood takeaways. It's Lillard. He got the shot off. Hello and welcome to Hardwood Takeaways brought to you by the Sports Grid. Get on the grid. I'm your host, Scott Bogman. You can follow me on the Twitter at Bogman Sports. Only a four game slate tonight, but we do have an update in the apparent ongoing saga of the New York Knicks. Um, The Knicks, after this whole uh, Spike Lee fiasco going on with James Dolan and um, Madison Square Garden coming out and saying something along the lines of him uh, being a victim in this is laughable. We asked him to not use that entrance. You know, I stand by what I said the other day when I was talking about this and I had said that uh, it doesn't really matter what entrance the guy uses. If he gives you three hundred grand for tickets a year, I think that he should be able to probably use whatever entrance that he 
has usually used, especially since he's been doing it for 30 years and has poured more than 10 million bucks into the Knicks. I, I think it's just a bit ridiculous. But OK, I can even get behind. You know what? We told you not to use this entrance. Don't use it anymore. And we're putting our foot down. I can even get behind that a little bit. You know, not really, but I understand that that's the way that business is done in some spots. But the thing that happened today was as I don't know if it was as a reaction to this or I mean, I guess it was yesterday. Uh, I don't know if it was as a reaction uh, to this or if it was just because the Knicks are bad, but they had their lowest attended game since uh, 2006. So uh, that was the one where they hosted the the Jazz on Wednesday. They lost 112 to 104. 16,588 people showed up. Uh, that's still a pretty decent crowd. And uh, I was reading an article on thescore.com, and uh, they uh, were talking about a couple of the numbers that the Knicks last year, even though they were down, it was one of their least attended uh, seasons. They were still ninth in the NBA as far as tickets sold. But as far as fill percentage for their stadium, because it holds somewhere around uh, 20,000, just under 20,000, I think, um, they were 19th. So, and that's in, you know, market one. So it's just surprising. And it goes to show how far some bad press can actually drag you down. And, uh, you know, there was a new, or I guess, I guess a renewed sell the team chant that was going on. And, uh, some ushers and security people booted those people that started to sell your team chant. And look, that that kind of stuff is probably covered in the new um, fan code of conduct. You know, there were a lot of run ins with fans uh, last season. So the NBA implemented a new code of conduct where all you can do is uh, when you're talking to players is talk about what's happening on the court. You know, I mean, you got to be close enough to be sitting courtside, but there are enough problems with guys sitting uh, courtside, or I guess I should say people sitting courtside and uh, jawing at some of these players that uh, the NBA had to do that. And I think this, you know, booting these people from this game is probably going to go under, you know, the, the fan code of conduct, which, you know, is kind of loosely written. I mean, these are why you don't like to add rules, right? Is this kind of thing is when the rule is being used uh, in, in an appropriate way. Right. Um, but I don't know, you know, maybe they shouldn't be, uh, chanting, sell the team. I, I know that, uh, James Dolan has bigger fish to fry, but if he really did, he would probably be ignoring what they're saying. So this story just continues to get weirder. That's why I brought it up two shows in a row. Uh, I hope we don't see any weird disastrous stuff happen at the end of the year, but I feel like it's all coming to a head and, you know, there's too many people, that um, the NBA having one of their best and most historic franchises be the laughing stock of the league is just a terrible look. So I expect this to get looked in at a deeper level in the offseason. So, you know, maybe Adam Silver just needs to talk to James Dolan and uh, kind of say, hey, look, you know, we can't keep having this go this way uh, and you're going to have to do something to change this. I don't know what the next step is. But we'll be here for it. We'll be here covering for it. That's for sure. Um, the other stuff that happened just uh, kind of off the court, uh, late, the Lakers signed Deion Waiters for the rest of the season. I don't know that it's going to be that big of an impact. I mean, the guys played with LeBron before, which is uh, actually kind of hilarious. I know someone put out a tweet 
and it was, look at all these great Deion Waiters highlights from when he played with LeBron. And it was just him calling for the ball and calling for the ball and calling for the ball, and LeBron repeatedly not passing it to him. So I thought that was kind of funny, but uh, we'll see how that pans out. I wouldn't expect him to have a gigantic role, but at least he can be happy getting away from Eric Spolstra in a weird uh, heat situation. He just didn't fit with Spolstra, I think. So um, wasn't going to work, didn't work, and now he's gone. And Marcus Smart was fined 35000 bucks for a run-in with an official. He had to be physically restrained. Uh, he committed a foul at the end of the game the other night when uh, the, the Celtics lost. And uh, I don't know what was said. I, I'm guessing it was something fairly disrespectful to Marcus Smart because, I mean, Marcus Smart has had his run-ins, right? He's had stuff all the way back to Oklahoma State where he has had um, a bad attitude problem. So I'm guessing that it's more on Marcus Smart than it's on the official, but I'm guessing the official said something somewhat insulting to him or derogatory or whatever it was, you know, and uh, Marcus Smart tried to go after him physically and had to be held back by his teammates and some coaches. So, I mean, for that plus other stuff, I mean, that's kind of what the, the quote from the NBA was. It was multiple infractions, something of that nature. Let me see if I can find it. Um, let's see. Um, let's see. The uh, $35,000 fine was for confronting and verbally abusing the game officials. Uh, the amount of Smart's fine reflects multiple prior violations of accept of acceptable on-court decorum. So a fancy way of saying stop yelling at the referees, dummy. Come on. So uh, I, I, don't, I don't know if... Uh, I mean, you know, refs make bad calls. Uh, it didn't seem egregious to me, the, the foul call. Uh, I, I mean, it was a borderline call, but, you know... It's tough ones to make at the end, and I, I don't think I'd blame the refs for that. So let the L2M come out and see if they screwed it up. I mean, that's what I would do before going after the official. And then I think if you say something about the officials calmly off the court and you're not screaming in their face, you get your point across better. So I think someone just needs to sit Marcus Smart down and say, hey, look, you know, I understand that you're upset in the moment. But that's not how you get the changes that you want to happen. You know, you say something about the referees after the game, which will still involve a fine in a lot of cases, but then at least you're level-headed and you can, you know, decide if it warrants getting a fine. And sometimes it does. I mean, you've seen many coaches, uh, you know, th there have been coaches that get ejected to light a fire under their team. Happens in baseball all the time. Uh, less in basketball, but we've seen it before. So, uh, but let's get to the game action tonight. Uh, because there were only four games, and we start out with Denver beating Charlotte 114 to 112, bringing Denver up to 42 and 20. Charlotte down to 21 and 41, 20 games uh, below 500 here, so just not good for Charlotte. This was a back and forth game, and we know that Denver has had a problem since the break. So wasn't that surprising to see them go on the road to Charlotte and kind of struggle? Because we know Charlotte's better than what they've been playing. They played the first half of the year much better than what they've been playing now. But uh, Charlotte led by three at the end of the first, but Denver held them to 17 points in the second quarter to take a nine-point lead to half. Charlotte won the third quarter by 11, and they were up by two going into the fourth. So down by nine at half, up by two going into the fourth. And then in the fourth, they led by as much as eight, and uh, Jokic had gotten, gone to the bench after his fourth foul early in uh, the fourth quarter. But the Nuggets rallied back, and Jamal Murray hit a three with 5.3 seconds left. And uh, Terry Rozier went down the other end. He had a, I'm not going to call it a clean look, but a good look at a three to win it. Uh, you know, put it up before uh, time expired. 
and it, it just hit the back rim and out. And he said he would take that shot all the time. And, you know, sometimes that's going to go in. It's probably close to a 50-50 shot. Just didn't go in this time. So, But Jamal Murray took uh, the brunt of the last loss that Denver had. He was very upset that they lost that game. And um, he said, put this game on me. You know, uh, it, it was absolutely my fault. And that's why we lost was my performance. And that was the, the game they lost against Golden State two nights ago. But um, he was much, much better in this game. And the whole team, this was definitely a team effort. 18-3-6 uh, with a steal. 6-14 of 14 shooting for Jamal Murray with two triples for him. Jokic a double-double. 14-11-8 with a steal and a block. Did have, uh, you know, six turnovers and got up to five fouls. He shot 5 of 10, over 2 from deep, though. Will Barton chipped in with 16, 7, and 2. Paul Millsap, 11, 4, and 1. Gary Harris, 14, 5, 2, with two steals and a block. Uh, Jeremy Grant, 11, 2, 2, and a steal and a block. Um, Monty Morris, 15 points as well. Torrey Craig, 9 off the bench. So everyone contributed for Denver. So it was a really, really good team effort on the Charlotte side. Devontae Graham came back and led Charlotte in scoring. 24 points for him, a rebound, 7 assists, a steal on 8 of 15 shooting with 3 triples. He was questionable yesterday. I wasn't really sure if he was going to go, but he came and played 34 minutes to lead the... No, Rozier, 35 minutes. 19 points, 3 assists for him on 6 of 13 shooting with 5 triples. Um, P.J. Washington had 20, uh, 26 and 3 with a steal. Cody Zeller, 10, 6, 2 and 1. And Willie Hearn Gomez off the bench also had 14 points, uh, six rebounds as well on seven of 11 shooting. And then we go to the game that I hate of the day here. Uh, looked like it was going to be a fun matchup. It wasn't really the game of the night because Steph Curry did return to the Warriors tonight. And we'll get to that at the end here. But uh, the Rockets got stomped by the Clippers 120 to 105, bringing the Clippers up to 43 and 19 and the Rockets down to 39 and 22. And, this was just a terrible, terrible shooting performance for my Rockets. Seven threes. That is a uh, season low for them. The previous low was nine, and they were seven of 42. 17%. Just pathetic. They made one in the third quarter when they were trying to come back, but the lead got as big as 30 for the Clippers at one point. And the first half is really where the damage was done. The Clippers led by 24 uh, going into the half at um, 67 to 23. So just a, a bad, bad effort for the Rockets. They just, you know, the Clippers just coasted in the second half. Um, and, you know, Barkley talked about it. The Clippers match up with the Rockets really well. He said, everybody wants to talk about the Rockets playing small ball and how they play small ball better than everybody. He said, no, the the Clippers have been doing that. They have, uh, you know, if Zubats isn't out there, they have a small ball lineup most of the time. Now, he played, and he played really well in this game. He had a nice double-double, but he only played 20 minutes like he usually does. So they go small as well, and uh, they, they have more experience with it, and they beat the Rockets up and down the court tonight. Zubats, like I said, with a nice double-double, 17 points, 12 rebounds, a block, 6 of 6 shooting, 5 of 6 from the line as well. Kawhi Leonard led in scoring with 25 points, 6 rebounds, 5 assists, 2 steals, and a block. He shot 8 of 15 with 4 triples for him. Um, Marcus Morris, 11, 2, and 1 with a block. He was only 4 of 12, though. Patrick Beverly, 5, 4 with uh, 2 assists, 2 steals, 1 of 2 shooting. He just wasn't needed. Uh, Paul George, 13, 9, and 7 in 30 minutes. 
five of 13, no, oh, for five from three. Uh, Montrez Harrell, 19 and 10 with the double-double, uh, two blocks. But it was, you know, I feel like almost all of Zubat's points that weren't scored from the line were uh, putbacks on misses from whoever it was. I mean, he was just right there the entire time. On the Rocket side, Russell Westbrook, 29 points, 15 rebounds, 5 assists, a steal on 11 of 27 shooting. So he was one of the best shooters in the starting lineup uh, behind, you know, Donnell House was uh, 6 of 10, but he was 11 of 27 for 40%, and he was the second best shooter in the starting lineup. 7 of 11 from... uh, the line 0 for 2 from deep. James Harden had a god awful game, 16, 7, and 4 with a steal. 0 for 7, 0 for 8, excuse me, from deep. 8 of 11 from the line, 4 of 17 overall. PJ Tucker just three points, six rebounds, and assist and a steal with uh, one of five shooting. And Rob Covington, one of four with three points, nine rebounds, and assist, a steal, and two blocks. Uh, Jeff Green, 17 points off the bench, was the second highest scorer. For the Rockets. So never going to be good when a guy that's been on the team for like two weeks is your second leading scorer. Um, Going over to Sacramento and Philly now, where the Sixers snapped a nine-game road losing streak, beating the Sacramento Kings 125-108, to bringing them up to 38-25. The Kings down to 27-35. and The the Sixers were without Simmons and Embiid, of course, but Richardson missed this one as well because he's in concussion protocol after running in Alec Burks in the last game. Um, but they pulled away in the second quarter in this one. They led by 10 at the half. Uh, Luke Walton tried to go small ball lineup in the third quarter, and that helped them pull it to six, but the Kings never held the lead once in this game. They pulled it within six with about five minutes left uh, in the game as well. But after that, the Sixers went on a 13-2 to run to end it, and they wound up winning by those 17 points. So this was never really a close game. And the Sixers were led by, uh, you know, Toby Harris was great. 28-14-3 with a block. 11-22 of shooting for him as well with uh, four triples. Uh, Shake Milton was second in scoring for the Sixers with 20 points, three rebounds, three assists, a steal, and a block on 8-14 of shooting and 3-5 of from deep. Uh, Mike Scott had 11-7-4. Al Horford, 18-8-6. Uh, his best game since returning back to the starting lineup, 7 of 14 with two triples for him. Matisse Thibault was held to three points, but Alec Burks off the bench, 17, 3 and 1 with two steals on 6 of 12 shooting. Roll Neto also had 16 points, two, re- two rebounds, two assists, a steal, and uh, two triples for him. On the Sacramento side, um, it was De'Aaron Fox leading and scoring here, 23, 3 and 7 with a steal and a block. On 9 of 17 shooting, 0 for 4 from deep, though. Bogdanovich, 13, 6, and 5 with a steal. Uh, Kent Bazemore, 14, and 9 with a steal and a block on uh, 5 of 9 shooting. He also got teed up at one point in this game. But he healed 22, re- uh, 22 points, 1 rebound, 1 assist, 3 steals on 8 of 16 shooting. And Harrison Barnes, 15, 6, and 5, 5 of 10 with 2 triples. And uh, Bielitsa, another rough game, 7 points, 5 rebounds. Three assists on three of eight shooting. But the Kings, you know, the Kings are trying to get back into this. Uh, they're trying to get back into a playoff spot here. And they they have a shot. I mean, they're still behind Memphis by now it's four full games losing this one. But can't afford to lose these games. I mean, this was a game that 
you know, I know the Sixers are a tough team even without those big players, but you got to take advantage of it when they're out. And uh, they're four games back now. I, I wouldn't predict the Kings to make the playoffs, but the Grizzlies have been sinking like a stone recently. But uh, they're back up to 500, and they still have the Blazers between them and the Kings. The Blazers have a half game on the Kings right now. So uh, we'll see. Rashawn Holmes hopefully will come back and uh, make a spark for the Kings in the next couple games. Hopefully he'll be back then but uh let's get to the game of the night and steph curry's return steph curry's return was of course shadowed a little bit by the warriors losing this game uh 121 113 toronto wins and they clinched a playoff spot in this game so this is a night of celebration for the raptors only the second team in the nba this year to clinch a playoff spot after uh milwaukee did it a couple weeks ago this game was a nice back-and-forth affair, which we haven't seen uh, for a little bit for the Warriors. Of course, they did just win the other night, but, uh, I mean, it, there was definitely, you know, Reggie Miller talked about it uh, during the broadcast. There was just a different energy in San Francisco tonight with uh, with Curry coming back, of course. I mean, you add an MVP-level player, I mean, you know, where would the Bucks be if you just ripped GA out of that team? You know what I mean? They probably would not. They, they would maybe be in a playoff spot right now. So uh, that's exactly what has happened to the Warriors this year. But this one was a nice back and forth. Now, the Raptors were up by seven going into halftime. They won the first quarter 32-27, second quarter 30-28. But Warriors are playing them tough. Warriors in the fourth quarter really turned it on. Uh, they uh, won that one 33-27. So they went into the fourth quarter only down by a point. And like I said, uh, they pulled it with two a couple times. And uh, in the last couple minutes as well, Curry came off the bench. You know, they said he was going to be limited, uh, limited between 24 uh, and 28 minutes, and he played 27. So uh, his line was 23, 7, and 7. Normally I do the winner's line first, but, uh, you know, obviously a little bit of rust here, 6 of 16 total. He was 8 of 8 from the line, so that free throw shooting is already uh, back up to snuff. 3 of 12. Uh, from deep and a minus 13 was actually the worst plus minus on the Warriors so he's getting used to his teammates a little bit and um, you know but he was making shots and the, the energy level was there you know he wasn't uh, he wasn't taking any days off as far as keeping his stamina up he looked good but it for Toronto in this game uh, Kyle Lowry, uh, Norman Powell, and Siakam were just amazing. Siakam had some great plays down the stretch, including a hoop and a harm to put them up five points with about 30 seconds left. And uh, But Kyle Lowry in this game, 26-5-10 and 10 with two steals, 6-14 of 14 shooting overall, four triples for him. Siakam, 17-5-5 five five with a steal and a block. And uh, 0 for 7 from deep, though, 5-17 uh, of 17 overall for Siakam. But uh, Norman Powell in this game, 37 points, three rebounds, two assists, two steals, and uh, he shot 13 of 20, so 65% in this one, and he had four triples, and 23 of his 37 were in the first half, so he really was pouring it on in the first half. OG, 14-4 with three steals on five of seven shooting with three triples for him. Uh, Serge Ibaka was in double figures, 13-13-3 with a block. Uh, six of 11 for him. And, you know, they're still without Fred Van Vliet and Marcus All. These guys still haven't uh, played recently. So they're going to come back somewhat soon. And Kyle Lowry was talking about that a little bit after the uh, the game was over with Ali LaForce. But uh, on the Warrior side, outside of Curry, who tied for the lead 
in points with 23. Uh, Lee had 23, 5, and 3. He did foul out of this game with a steal. Uh, he was 8 of 17 overall with um, uh, five triples for him. 17, 13, uh, 17, 12 for Marquise Chris. So a nice double double for him with four assists, a steal, and two blocks. 6 of 14 shooting, 5 of 6 from the line. Andrew Wiggins, 21, 9, and 2 with a block. 9 of 20 overall with three triples. Uh, 16, 4, and 8 for Eric Pascal as well. Uh, looking at the weekend slate, tomorrow's games, there's a lot, and there's some good ones in here too. The Lakers are hosting the Bucks. That could be an NBA Finals preview. That one's going to be a lot of fun to watch. Uh, the Pelicans are hosting the Heat, and they're actually favored because the Heat are uh, not nearly as good on the road as they are at home. Boston and Utah is going to be a great game as well. Uh, Washington and Atlanta to kick things off should be interesting. Uh, Charlotte is uh, hosting the Rockets on Saturday. The Jazz are at the Pistons. The Warriors are hosting the Sixers. So that game will be interesting to see because Philadelphia is down some guys and Golden State just got Curry back, and this will be his second game back. Maybe that Russ got knocked off in one game, so that should be a fun one to watch. And then on Sunday, there's a ton of games. Uh, the Kings are hosting the Raptors. That should be a good one. Uh, the Rockets are hosting the Mavs or the Magic. The Mavs are hosting the Pacers. Uh, Bucks on the road against the Suns. Wolves are hosting the Pelicans. Clippers are at uh, are hosting the Lakers, which is basically a home game for the Lakers as well. But it should be a really really fun weekend to watch some basketball. But that's gonna wrap it up for me tonight. Uh, if you guys want to hit me up on the Twitter, I am at Bogman Sports. The Welsh is at Is the Welsh. I will see you guys on Monday. Take it easy, everybody. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. Tired of pickup truck bed chaos? Meet Decked. 
Game-changing USA-made full bed-length drawers for tools and gear. Waterproof, dustproof, lockable, secure. Whether you're working, hunting, fishing, camping, or just getting out of town. And introducing decked deco cases. Tough, modular, problem-solving cases built for the truck, job site, campsite, or garage. Say goodbye to random bins and tie-downs. Order now at decked.com slash iHeart for free shipping. Decked. Your truck, your rules. Decked.com forward slash iHeart. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. 